Welcome to the City of Refuge podcast, where our mission is to equip a diverse community of Christ followers to make him known. Amen. Our God is good, is he not? Good morning, church. I'm Stephen Drea, and I'm one of the deacons here at City of Refuge, and I have the joy of getting to introduce our guest speaker and my good friend, Pastor Tess Faye. Um, many, of you get, many of you may remember that this has been a long time coming. <laughs> um, we were hoping to have him physically here last February, uh, and circumstances precluded that. And then again in July of last year, we were hoping to have him here virtually. Um, and again, that was... Uh, that was prevented, but now it seems like the third time is the charm. <laughs> um, some background info on Tess Faye. Uh, so I know Tess Faye because he, he, his family, and I were, we were living in Jima, Ethiopia uh, about seven years ago. Um, and so I met him there. Uh, he has served many capacities at the um, Ethiopian Kalehewet denomination in Ethiopia. Um, he's served as a cross-cultural worker, uh, sharing the good news to unreached peoples. He has served as a regional director in the denomination. And now, currently, he is the director of Ethiopian Kalehewet International Sending. Um, and he has been, over the last uh, four years or so, the main contact for our partnership with Hana Kalehewet Church in Addis Ababa. Ethiopia. Um, apart from his official positions, though, um, he truly lives what he preaches. Um, the, authentic the authenticity with which he, his whole life radiates Jesus um, just makes his discipleship of other people so natural. Um, it seems like every interaction that I have with him uh, moves me into greater love of and surrender to Jesus. And I hope that that will also be your experience in this uh, short um, message that he has prepared um, as he shares about these six things for each of us to do by the Spirit's power in order for the global church to be effective in God's command to draw worshipers from every tribe, tongue, and people. Yes, Jesus, would you work in our hearts, Lord God. Give us, um, uh, yes, a connection to our partners in Ethiopia. And Lord God, would you move us into greater love of you and surrender to you. Amen. Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I am Pastor Taswa Badra the Ethiopian Global Mission Director, working at head of his level in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia. I'm very happy to present my sermon based on mission work. So uh, my title says, how can we do the mission of Jesus Christ effectively? As all of you know that effectiveness is a requirement in every organization to see the progress of the organization. Similarly, God our Father uh, entrusted, who entrusted the everlasting message to the church 
requires effectiveness our in our uh, effectiveness in our mission so how can we be uh, effective mission workers as a church of Christ I sort out the by from the Bible six main points that helps us to be effective in our mission work the first one thing the first thing is we should realize that our God is a missionary God in Genesis in the book of Genesis chapter 3 verse 9 God says called to Adam and say to him where are you you know from the very beginning of the Bible it clearly says that God is searching people who are who are lost from his presence then God uh, sent his messengers to find them and bring back into their original place he sent prophets relationship with him but these all things are not uh, qualified to bring people into his kingdom finally he gave his only begotten son to die on the cross in John chapter 3 16 says for God so loved the world the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life Jesus also confirmed uh, this truth and said for the son of man has come to seek and to save which was lost Luke chapter 19 verse 10 realizing this basic truth helps the church of Christ to give priority for preaching gospel for the lost one because whenever we preach the gospel we now it it now we now we are cooperating God in first uh, Corinthians chapter 3 it says we are God's co-workers and uh, whenever we engage whenever we are engaged in gospel uh, work or in mission work we are uh, cooperating with God so realizing that truth helps us to be effective in our ministry secondly doing mission focused prayer in Matthew chapter 9 verse 37 Jesus said to his disciples the harvest truly is plentiful but the lovers are few therefore pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out lovers into his harvest we are obligated to pray toward God to raise the right people for his harvest when we pray earnestly for the mission God raises the right people who are committed to work and they will be effective in the book of Acts chapter 13 when we read in the church of Antioch there was there were leaders like the prophets and uh, teachers and other believers they were fasting and praying finally the Holy Spirit uh, opened the ears of the leaders and he clearly told that uh, set apart Barnabas and Paul then the leaders did that this is very important principle we have to do to, to in our church praying focused prayer for mission 
Focus prayer for mission work is very crucial, so the church should do prayer and listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. The third point is, by being filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, the mission of God is only done by the power of God. We all are called to be true witness of God, but we cannot be true witness unless and otherwise we are filled by the power of the Holy Spirit. Before the ascension of his ascension, Jesus said to his disciples, stay in Jerusalem until you have been closed with the power from on high. Luke chapter 24, verse 49. The same thing is written in Acts chapter 1, 8. He, Jesus said, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witness in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, to the ends of the earth. God's work has been done in his power, not in our power. So, being filled with the Holy Spirit means you are ready to work God's mission effectively. So, we need the Holy Spirit every time. As you read in the Acts chapter 2, uh, the, the first church, after this dissension, they were, the first believers, were praying and fasting and praying and fasting. Then the Holy Spirit came amazingly and filled all of them. Even they are scattered by persecution, they uh, become able to preach the gospel with power and they become effective. So, being filled with the Holy Spirit is not option, it is obligation to do the mission of God effectively. The first point is, by doing the gospel work on time, God assigned proper time for everything. In Ecclesiastes, chapter 3, verse 11, it says this, He has made everything beautiful in its time. God also did everything in heaven and on earth on its due time, six days. And finally, God said this. Finally, he said this. God saw everything that he made, and indeed it was very good. Genesis chapter 1, verse 31. Jesus came this world to die for our sin in his due time. Galatians chapter 4, 4. You can read that verse and you can see how God sent his son on right time. One day when Jesus was uh, doing his ministry and the disciples were following him and he met a blind uh, son was from his uh, early age and uh, Jesus said one thing I must work the works of him who sent me while it is a day the night is coming no one can work John chapter 9 verse 4 this verse indicates that even Jesus is very sensitive for time so effectiveness is measured by time to work God's mission effectively, time sensitiveness is very, very important. One of the missionaries said this, the gospel is only good news if it gets there in time. He is Carthage Henry. Let me repeat this uh, statement. 
the gospel is only good news if it gets there in time. We should be time sensitive as we work for God's kingdom. Fifthly, by doing the, the, the Great Commission with great sacrifice, this point needs even to give our life for the gospel. The work of God's mission is not just an activity we can do in normal ways, but it demands even our life, not only our resources, our money, our time, our energy, but it even requires our life. So, if Jesus was not die on the cross, none of can be saved. But he sacrificed himself on the cross and we became his sons and daughters. You can read that in John chapter 12 and verse 24 to 26. If people of God want us to do the mission work effectively, they should sacrifice whatever they have, including their personal life. Paul confirms this idea from his uh, life and ministry style. In Acts chapter 20, verse 24, it says, But none of these things move me, nor do I count my life dear to myself, so that I may finish my rest with joy and ministry, which I received from the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. So, he fully committed himself even to die until he finished his race. Nowadays, we are called to do the same thing. The early missionaries from everywhere who went to preach the gospel in unreached places, they sacrificed themselves and God used them. Their, their life, their blood, their time, their energy. So, this is why the Bible asks us to sacrifice ourselves. Commitment is very, very important. The final point is realizing Jesus' presence with us wherever we go to preach the gospel. In Matthew chapter 28, in Great Commission verse, it's, Jesus promised to his disciples that he will be with them always whenever they preach the gospel. To check the presence of God with you, preach the gospel. Whenever you preach the gospel, you can see God's presence more than the presence of the enemy. In Luke chapter 10, verse 1, Jesus sent 70 people two by two and uh, uh, before every city and the place where he himself was uh, about to go. Jesus never leave you alone. He always go before you or behind you, or alongside of you. So, you know that the, this mission is not only the church, it is the mission of God. And whenever you do the mission of God, God's presence is with you. Jesus said, I never really leave you alone. Generally, let me summarize the points what I have raised in my, uh, previously in my preaching. The, the, the six points to do God's work effectively is knowing God, our God is missionary God. God the Father is missionary God. God the Son is the missionary God. And God the Holy Spirit is the missionary spirit. The second point in mission-focused prayer is very, very required. So pray 
ask God, give these people and open our mind to go outside to reach the people in different places. That prayer is very, very important. And God answered that prayer. The third point is having uh, power of the Holy Spirit. This is very important. Apart him, we can do nothing. The power of the Holy Spirit is very important to do God's mission effectively. The fourth point is using time wisely. So God gave us time and we are called to do it today, not tomorrow. The fifth point is sacrificial commitment of oneself, including what we have. We should give freely generous gift for the gospel. And you are blessed. Not, we are not the owner of the resource. We are the steward. As steward, we have to give for the mission. Then God will expand his kingdom in this world. The sixth point is realizing Jesus' presence with us to work his work. This mission work is cooperative work. We are joining Jesus in his mission. So when you join this mission work, and when you work with Jesus, you will be effective everywhere. Do you believe that? He is faithful God, and he will accomplish his purpose. Here is my final question for you. Are you ready to go with, to work God's mission effectively? Join God, be with him, pray effectively, commit oneself, Give whatever you have. Sacrificial commitment, giving is very important. And realize Jesus' presence. May God bless you. And I will continue praying for you. May God make you effectively. Bye. In Jesus' name. Good morning, City of Refuge family. Uh, my name is Daka. And I'm one of the members here and part of the Global Missions Committee. I want to welcome you to the Global Missions Sunday. Um, Hopefully you enjoyed uh, Pastor Tesfaye's sermon and his heart for the world. It was a great reminder. Uh, there's God is about the lost people. And I think it was a great reminder from uh, Tesfaye's sermon that God, our God is a missionary God. Uh, his heart is for the lost and he loves people. And he's reaching out to people and he sent Jesus Christ uh, as a savior to the world. And now he's sending us uh, as his ambassadors um, to the world. So um, what's next for us? Um, I think one of the ways, um, you know, one of the first things we can do is so we can pray um, and pray for the people around us, pray for our neighbors, um, pray for the people around the world, uh, especially those who uh, don't know um, the gospel message yet and have, haven't embraced it yet. But then also, um, you know, just to ask God to help you uh, to reach out to your neighbors and reach out to those who uh, maybe uh, never had a chance to hear the gospels. Um, you know, God has brought nations, many of nations here, uh, people from all over the world, um, refugees, international students, uh, immigrants. But the lastly, I think also, um, uh, as you consider um, missions, um, and maybe you know, as the situation will get better with COVID, uh, you know, towards the end of the year, maybe in the summer, um, 
and you consider going uh, overseas, um, just pray about it first. Um, but then, you know, in obedient, uh, trust the Lord um, uh, to go. Um, I think as, as far as the church, we uh, want to let you know that we have some funds to help you uh, with your mission trips, whether it's a short term or a long term. Um, you know, if God calls you to go long term. So, yeah, I just wanted to, again, encourage you. Um, thank you uh, for um, uh, just really being part of this uh, uh, loving community. And, uh, and I think God is going to accomplish great things through us as a church. Uh, we love you and uh, um, God bless.